What is going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. I'm here with uh, the man, the bro, the bro man, the man, bro, the bro man show. Former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, former WWE Raw head writer, Vince Russo. How are you? I am all right, Dr. Chris. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. So, you know, we talked. We talked off air, man. I know that, uh, you know, uh, you are being misrepresented in, in certain areas. We shall see. We, we shall we shall check that out uh, soon. But I got a little something for you to boost up your spirits, man. You ready? I made a phone call. I made a phone call. Oh, boy. All right. What do we got, man? Let's All see. right. Yeah. I made a phone call. Oh, yeah. I made a phone call. Right, <laughs> I made a phone call. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. Uh, you know, he he's uh, he's away from the wrestling business. Uh, you know, he he made uh, he made appearances just on this show, and it's been a while. Yes, you know, great toots. Yes, and I, I was like, you know what? You know, I want to boost the spirits of Vince Russo. So I've got to make a phone call, man. And uh, just like like nothing, man, he said, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. So welcome back, Toots. We appreciate you. We missed you. And it's always good to see Love you. You. You, got, you got any you got any uh, closing words for Toots before? Keep he, fighting, uh, man. Keep fighting, Toots. Keep <laughs> fighting, man, brother. <laughs> Continue uh, those uh, those sweeps and collar and elbows, man. And uh, Keep on <laughs> keeping on, man. Keep we were having on, a, keeping on. We were having a really good conversation um, at our, our, our uh, wrestling outlaw show. You, uh, me, you, and EC3 uh, about just old school like wrestling catches catch can style. Oh man, man. love it, love it, love it, love it. How we just miss it, man. It was it was great. It was great, man. Yeah, and uh, you know, Toots, you know, he uh, he he was he was very masterful. And b- being sure to lock in uh, a good a good wrist lock, yeah. Uh, do it, do it. A really nice textbook collar and elbow step over toe hold. Sto man, I'm telling you, just the uh, just the the spinning toe hold. You know, yeah. Terry Funk style. Yes. You know what I mean? And uh, man, he 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 was he was he was a gem, man. He was a gem. So, thank you for gracing uh, us on the show with your presence, Toots. Thank you for answering my phone call, uh, and uh, we we're glad that you can lift up the spirits of Vince Russo, man. So thank you. All right, man. What are your thoughts on Raw? Oh, boy. Well, obviously, bro, this is the go home to SummerSlam, so they're going strong into SummerSlam. A couple of... um. A couple of really, really interesting things uh, that I want to get into. Um, I liked the I liked that they opened up with Paul uh, Logan Paul. It was a, a different change of pace rather than the Judgment Day and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So that was good. Ricochet uh, comes out, bro. You know what the funny thing is? What's that? Logan Paul's getting Ricochet over without a shadow of a doubt. They would not be responding to Ricochet at all. 
if they did not hate Logan Paul so much? I'm still hesitant to that, man. I, yeah. I still don't I still don't see I still don't see what the point of getting Ricochet over. Yeah, I, I, I don't either, but I'm telling you because they hate Logan Paul so much, they're cheering for Ricochet. So that, that that's WWE a positive. Does? What's that? You think WWE does or just the, the fans do? What, what do you mean? As far as you said, hate him so much. You, you talking about the fans hate Logan Paul? Yeah, so the much? fans. Oh, yeah, the fans. They hate him so much that they're cheering for Ricochet, which is a good thing. Ricochet really has got to work on his promos, bro. You 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 guys got to talk like it's real. Yeah. No nobody's talking with dramatic pauses in real life. Yeah. You you've got to cut a promo like it's real. His promos are bad. Then they made the connection with Samantha Irvin. It's funny, bro. I just watched a uh, video today and I learned that uh he was uh uh, she's his fiance. I didn't realize that till today before the show, but I saw that. Um, then a ricochet attacked and then a knockout punch by Logan Paul to get heat going into the pay-per-view. So, you know, bro, I'm always an advocate of heat going into the pay-per-view and they got that here. Indeed they did. Indeed they did. Um, I, I like this segment um, for the most part. I mean, it just shows, man, that Logan Paul. I, I see this feud. I mean, I like Ricochet. You know, what I mean, I, 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 he just seems like a really cool dude. I've, I've interviewed him before. Uh, I've chatted with him plenty of times. Um, he, he's, a, he's a nice guy, man. So I, I'm, I'm glad that he had, um, a spot here. You know, I'm glad that he has a, a SummerSlam spot. He's uh, had that good little handness to him, and. It's one of those, you know, you deserve a mega spot at the, you know, what WWE views as the second biggest pay-per-view of the year against Logan Paul. That's great for him, man. I, you know, I'm, the I'm, only bad news to that is, bro, let, let's face it. When he's done with Logan Paul, he's right back to good little hands. And that's precisely my point, Vince. Right. I don't see what's next for Nothing. Rick. No, not, not bro, bro. Like I said, Logan Paul's got a lot of heat. Yeah. So uh ricochet is going to be over. Once Logan Paul is gone, they won't care about ricochet anymore. Which, which makes it, which, which makes it make no sense to me. If, if ricochet wins this match, Yeah. if ricochet wins this match, it, I mean, Logan Paul at this point is just really, impenetrable you know as far as just he's kind of like it doesn't matter i mean losses don't matter to logan paul he's going to come in and come out but at the same time it's like at least have someone beat him because he's getting a ton of heat he, he he always does so at least have someone beat him that can be a uh, a launch pad to having a like a better spot than when they left I don't see Ricochet having a better spot than when he left. I mean, like before the the match with Logan Paul, then after. I just I don't I don't see it, man. Like if they did like a Shinsuke Nakamura or something like that, maybe even Tommaso Ciampa or something like that, that hasn't been so damaged by the good little hand virus. Mm -hmm. Perhaps that can make sense to me, but he's been so damaged by this good little hand virus 
that is hard for me to think that it's going to be anything past what he did before. Yeah. But think about it, bro. Who you know when when you go down that show, who who are you going to put in that spot? Because they, they all got the virus. They they've all. I'm not they, sure. I think Shinsuke could be worked too. on. I think I, I think Champa could be worked on. I think those. I think those two names is more has a better chance than Ricochet. I, th- I think Ricochet is like textbook good little hand virus. I, I just, I don't see him out of anybody. Yeah. I mean, even if they were, even if they used, even if they did the Gable gimmick, what we saw like a few months ago and that could, you know, Gable and Logan Paul could have been a thing. You know what I mean? Like if, if you would have done it earlier, somebody other than Ricochet, because I mean, they're, they're using this match for, the spectacle the 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 like solely the spectacle i said a few months like a couple of months ago i think la night would have been cool in this spot you know because that would have been a um an opportunity for him to propel now he's going to be in the SummerSlam battle royal even if he won uh okay i mean like whatever but i do think that la night should have been in this spot or should have had a u.s championship match against austin theory now yeah. it's Santos Escobar, and I'm like, why do I care that? I mean, I like Santos Escobar. Remember when we did this draft? He was one of my five. But he's been he's been booked in such a meh spot, too. It just goes to show that the way that they're pushing these characters, everybody just feels meh. Like, and it, it doesn't, it's really hard for someone else, someone in that mid-card status to you know go to the 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 other echelon and it just it just makes them feel just really it's hard for them to excel that way man so it's tough it's tough to see i mean speaking of excelling though vince ludwig kaiser won his first single i i i I don't think this is him yeah i don't think this is him um you know, I, I don't think this is Kaiser getting the push. I think this is part of the riddle punishment. With that, that that's what we're seeing, bro. Now, what's the whatever, whatever he was away for, or whatever the issues have been with Riddle, that that that's what that's what really? we're going through. Oh God, bro, come on, wow. bro. Listen, if you can't listen, I'm with you. Kaiser's a good little hand. Okay, mm-hmm. Riddle is money. Okay, Riddle is money to the kids. He he's super cool. He's super over. There is money on Riddle. They're, they're not gonna make that money with Kaiser. Obviously, they got him in a second fiddle role. So when you see something like this, and we've seen Riddle beat the last couple of weeks, that's that's really what we're looking at. Whatever happened backstage, whatever he done, whatever test he failed or didn't fail. That's we, we're going through the testing period now. I swear to God, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, bro, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. When I almost went back to, to, to the WWE in 2002, Vince McMahon basically said to me, just so you know, pal, you're going to have to eat SHIT for a while. And I said, just so you know, pal, I'm not eating any SHIT because I've got to eat SHIT because I I did what was what I thought was right for my family. Wow. 
So that, that's why I got to eat SHIT because I, I did what I thought was, no, Vince, I'm not eating any. I, I, I can't – I wish one of these guys would stand up. When they're going through these this testing, I, I just wish a guy with Riddle would say, you know what, Trips, I'm a man. I'm not a child, bro. You're not going to punish me. You're not going to put me in the corner for a timeout. Did I F up? Yes, bro. And how many times in your life did you screw up? We all screw up. But I am a man. I'm not a child. I, I, I'm i waiting for one person to do that, bro. God forbid one person does it. Why does Vince... McMahon gets such a rise off that, this. It, that's woman. power and ego, bro. That's yeah. all power and ego. That's what it's all about. I can screw with these people's livelihoods. I got them right here in my hand, bro. That's what it's all about. He told oh, me flat out, bro. He told me. Payback, huh? wow. Yeah. So in order, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to have some payback because. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm still holding on from, you know, three years ago, you know, when, when you left for the sake of your family, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You, 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 uh, is, is that, that, is that the WWE just model of putting like their mentality is putting everything aside for the sake of the business? What do you mean? Like when Vince McMahon, like Vince McMahon does it. Like he he basically put like lit like blood, sweat, and tears to business. Do they have that? Does Vince have that same mentality of what other people should? Oh, be? absolutely, bro. Without a doubt, that that that's part of what happened to me, bro. After five years, I ran out of gas. Hmm. It wasn't my company, bro. This is your company. This is not my company. You can't expect me to work the way you work. And, bro, Vince didn't have a relationship with his wife. Vince didn't have a relationship with his kids. You can't expect that of me. And that's why, like, after five years, it's like, okay, I, I gave you five years of my life. You're yeah. not getting any more. Yeah. I, uh, you know, real quick on Riddle, man, I, I just uh... – I'm not I'm not sure how much money he is though really honestly because of what they've done and that, and that could that could be an influence uh but I just I'm not sold on Riddle. I never really was to be honest with you. I mean, I think the gimmick is cool and it's and it's and it's eh, it's it's it can work as far as just being trendy but to me, like when they was putting him in the main event scene with uh, Roman Reigns, like I just I didn't see it at all, man. Bro, you know, you know where they missed the boat. Here's where they missed the boat. Somebody looked at this kid and saw Louis Spicoli, okay, from Fast Times really? at Richmond High. And that's fine. That's fine, bro. But what it should have been was he was Louis Spicoli. But when he stepped into that ring, he was a legit UFC fighter. That's what it should have been. That could have been believable. Exactly what it should have been, bro. That could have been believable. But just the the, the gimmick, I just I don't know. Maybe it's just a personal preference for me. The the paint, the the you know the no shoes. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing no shoes, like you like make it make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like just you know like like solo makes sense. He has that Samoan feel to him. When Rusev didn't have any uh, shoes, you know that made that made sense to me too because he was more like a 
a grappler, you know what I mean? Just a, uh, just a machine, you know what I mean? But him just kind of coming out in the trunks, like it just seems like, but if he was a machine, like if he came out like a Jekyll and Hyde type of type of character, like he's going to come out really nice and stuff like that. And then he's just a machine in the ring. I, that could have that could have worked for me. Plus, he had that UFC. I mean, as you can see, his strikes ain't nothing to mess with because, uh, you know, Kaiser blacked out for a second. So that goes to show that, you know, he's legit. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, it just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's hard for me to believe Riddle like right now with, with what he has right now. And, I, and it goes back to what I'm saying, Vince. Same with Ricochet. You know, same with a bunch of other wrestlers. It's hard for me to the believability factor is really hard for me right now, based on what they've done, man. It's, it's yeah, uh, no, bro. When you look at the next match with uh, Dupree there in the uh, Alpha Academy, yeah, it, it it's the same thing with me, bro. I watch these shows every week, and she. Started on this show with what? What was what were the name of those guys from SmackDown? Um. Oh gosh, Marseille and um. What was a group name? They had a group Mon name. Male, male models. Uh, maximum male models. Maximum male models. Yep. Okay, so she started. First time I see her on Raw was well, she's with these maximum male models guys, and she's trying to recruit Otis. Yep. And Otis is kind of falling for it, and. Gable's still trying to, you know, do the tag team together. Then one day, maximum male models are no longer there. Yeah. There was no explanation. And Dupree was now buying into all of Gable stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. What, what? I know I watch this every week. What did I miss? So because there was no connecting the dots, and there was no story explained to me. Bro, when there's no story explained to me and they just throw it together, I'm never going to care about it. Sure. I, so I don't care about this because I don't I don't understand. She was with these guys. They were recruiting Otis. And now we're all dressing the same. Yeah. Okay? Like, okay, what, 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 did, what week did I miss? You didn't. And that's the, the like I always say, there's no continu continuity, man. No continuity. And I think, you know, for that, it could have easily been a raw type of feud like they're doing now. And you could have had the jockeying for position and then maybe, you know, Otis starts to woo, you know, Maxine and they could have a match against each other. The Alpha Academy versus the Maxwell Mel models. Right. I mean, that would have been the smooth transgression. Yes. Yeah. yeah transition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next we have Judgment Day in ring promo. Uh, Ra Raquel Rodriguez interrupts. Uh, she beats the snot out of Rhea. She gets blindsided uh, by um, by Dominic due to she. So Rhea gets so Raquel gets blindsided by Rhea due to distraction from Dominic. This is the biggest thing that I saw from this Vince. Who in the world will allow their girl? to get just smashed but like just just can just obliterated by so they were all just like judgment day we're all just sitting back there watching rhea ripley get obliterated and i guess and guess what's not going to happen vince 
Rhea Ripley next week isn't going to address Judgment Day and say, why weren't you, you know, why, how come you didn't have my back last week? They were just sitting there looking at her get smashed by Raquel Rodriguez. And you know why she's not going to address that? Why is that? Because Judgment Day has to cut the same exact promo every yes. week. Every Bro, week. Th- th- this is the same promo now for two months. Yes. I mean, this is like the eighth straight week of passing it to them. Now I'm going to pass it to you. Now I'm going to pass it to Dom. They're going to boo Dom. He's yep. going to stop you. Bro, This it, it's the same promo every single week. I, I, I've said this a million times, bro. Storylines, characters need to advance. Yep. We have an entire show of running in place. An entire show of running in place, bro. Oh, Nothing boy. advances ever. Yeah. We got uh, a a nice video package uh, with uh, Rhea, I mean Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Um, I'm still not selling this this match, but what, well, what I doing? will tell you this though: this story, part one and part two, was the best thing on the whole entire show. Hmm. And for these girls to both break down the way they did. There's definitely some reality to this story. There's there's definitely going on with their relationship for them both to break down. Because come on, bro, we we've seen they're not the greatest actresses in the world. Yeah. So when they're breaking down during the nuts and bolts of this promo, there there there's something there. I actually thought, bro, this story was the best thing on the show. Now, I'll be honest with you, Chris. It was not enough to make me want to watch SummerSlam. I mean, by any stretch of the imagination. But I thought this was the most intriguing thing to me on the show. Yeah. Well, who who are the fans going to get behind, though? That's the thing, bro. I don't, I, I, bro. If they're trying, if there's, if they're trying for there to be a babyface and a heel, they are failing miserably. So I'm assuming. They're not attempting for there to be a baby face in the heel. That's what I'm assuming because I'm watching this. I don't know who's telling the truth and who's lying. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who to believe. I'll be honest with you, man. I tend to believe Ronda Rousey a little bit more. I mean, more you know what? Yeah, I'm not. Chris, listen, tell me if you agree or disagree with me. I'm not letting people stay in this house for free anytime soon, whether they let me beat them up or not. Yes. Okay, bro. Like if somebody says, Hey bro, Vince, can I stay at your house for a month? I'll let you beat me up every day. I, I'd say no. <laughs> so the fact that she, she opened her door to people, I tend to think Rhonda may be the baby face here, yeah. but I, I don't know, bro. You know? I don't even think they care about who's making the baby face, but to me, that's a problem because if initially they wanted Shayna to be the baby face out of this, which is a horrible idea because she has, you know, her charisma was vacuumed, you know, five years ago. But the problem with this is okay, so if we kind of test it out, see what the fans react to. Fans initially cheered uh, for the turn just because it was something different and they don't like Ronda Rousey, but it didn't take no time for Baszler to get booed again. So there you go. There's your opportunity to make Baszler the heel and to switch this over to make Rousey the babyface. And then what you can do is 
have Baszler obliterate Ronda Rousey, and that would propel her, hopefully, theoretically, to be a stronger heel by the end. Again, what I say this all the, all the time, Vince. Who's getting over here? Nobody. So if Rousey loses, which he most likely will, you did a horrible job making Shayna Baszler a babyface. So she's not gonna she's not gonna be a babyface. And then she's not going to be a stronger heel if she beats Ronda Rousey because Rousey has more heat than she does. So she feels like a second-rate babyface in this. I mean, a, a second-rate heel in this, which doesn't make her over. I mean, like, so it, it really doesn't help Shayna Baszler to me in this this view. Yeah. Uh, we get the um, Alpha Academy celebrate backstage interrupted by Imperium with the five-minute match gimmick. Uh, then we get Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Tommaso Ciampa, man. Ciampa's already taken L's. What do you think? I, I, I don't know. Bro, this guy was uh, the Sicilian something in NXT. Sicilian psychopath. Why isn't he that here? Um, They brought his music back, so they kind of did it because but you know what the thing is you know how vince i mean you work with vince you know how vince is with not uh duplicating you know anything even finishing moves so drew mcintyre is called the scottish psychopath so i bet you that vince does not want the sicilian psychopath to be him to be called the sicilian psychopath because drew's called the scottish psychopath bro i swear you know what really would have worked and, and and now I, I read a, a little snippet today. I didn't care enough to read into it, but they're totally um, they're totally getting away from the Dexter Loomis gimmick, who we haven't seen for years, bro. Mm -hmm. Dexter Loomis and the Sicilian psychopath would have been money together. They could have been like killers for hire. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, these two guys. They just want to inflict pain. They just want to hurt. There doesn't have to be a reason. So if somebody's willing to give them money to do it, you know, that the, that that stuff could have been phenomenal. I would have had them, you know, being sent to people's houses. I would have had them being sent to NXT. I would have had them being sent to WWE headquarters. You know, I mean, you could have done so much creative stuff with those two completely failed on Dexter Loomis and I don't even know I don't even know what Champa is. Why why are they giving up on Loomis? I don't know. I just read that they were repackaging him into something different. What? Yeah, that's what I that's what I read uh, on the internet today. Uh, yeah. They're repackaging Loomis. Yep. Someone who's tailor made for that, you know, mysterious type of gimmick, you know. Wow. They just just throwing ideas at the wall and seeing if they stick, man. You know, I like that name, though. And I think you should name them. Uh, I think you should shorten it to KFH. That would be a pretty cool tag team name. Killers for Hire. Yeah. Yeah, That's it would have been great. It would have cool. been great. Bro, he, here's the problem. You, We keep talking about the good little hand. The guys in the middle. We keep talking about that. Bro, here's the reason for that. You're not going to get anybody over through wrestling matches and wrestling Correct. promos. Correct. Nobody. There, there's no growth there, bro. Zero. 
And, and that's all they're doing. They're either having a match or cutting a promo in the ring. Nobody's going to get over that way, bro. Nobody. Agreed. Nobody. Yeah, the uh, Killers for Hire would be pretty cool in, like, New Japan. You know, the KFH, that would be really cool. Um, well, they had the KES back in the day, Killer Elite Squad, a few years back with uh, uh, Bulldog's son, him and uh, Lance Archer. Uh, you, you worked with Archer in TNA. Yeah, you both of those guys I, I yeah. know a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, Archer, man. Lance Archer is really, really cool dude, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> nice guy. Um, we have the backstage with, uh, Adam Pierce promises Raquel Rodriguez a title, a shot when she is cleared. So, uh, safe to say that, uh, Rhea Ripley would not be defending her, um, championship, uh, at SummerSlam at a big pay-per-view, a big four pay-per-view. One thing we, one thing we know is that. The tag team championships will not be defended, and the the women's championship won't be defended. That's what's up with this booking, I, I bro. I, I, I there's we're about to get into the most uh, kabuki ish thing. As a matter of fact, I got a conspiracy theory. Mm. Bro, I'm watching this, and here's my evaluation of this, and I'm going to explain to you why. Cody Rhodes is not their guy. He, remember I talked to you last week okay. about Dol- Dolph Ziggler? Remember Dolph Ziggler said we're not. Cody Rhodes is not their guy. Really? And I'm going to explain it to you. And it was spelt out here. First of all, guys, we we got to. I, I'm going to. I got, I got to teach you a little history lesson because you got to understand your history in order to move forward. We had one of the greatest attractions in the history of the wrestling business in Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And what did Vince McMahon do? He puts this huge man in polka dots with a black manager mm-hmm. as a total goof, disrespect whatever you want to call it and what did dusty do dusty did the same thing terry taylor did with the red rooster the same thing vito lagrasso did when vince put him in a dress what did dusty do bro he got it over in spite of vince Mm -hmm. but vince basically did that to embarrass dusty okay bro so so we have that we have that history with vince mcmahon and dusty Rhodes. Then, bro, we have Cody, who could never get over in the WWE to the fact of they had to go to this ridiculous Stardust character because they did not know what else to do with this guy. They could not get him over. So Cody goes to AEW, doesn't go to AEW, actually starts AEW and gets over on his own. And what does Cody do? Oh, we're going to smash the Triple H chair. Yep. Oh, okay. You, you good. Cody, I, I don't think Cody understands this. Bro, they never forget. Mm. They never forget. So Cody, Cody now had three, three strikes against him. His dad was Dusty. 
who Vince tried to humiliate in the backfired in his face. Okay. Um, you know, number two, the Triple H uh, throne gimmick. Mm-hmm. And number three, he got himself over when they couldn't get him over. That that's a no no, bro. That because now you're making them look stupid. Hmm. Now we have Vince McMahon going to his house, hmm. recruiting him. Now, bro, it's fair to say the WWE was very desperate at the time. Okay. But it's also very safe to say. Oh, yeah, bro, he wants to go and start his own promotion. He wants to make us look stupid that we couldn't get him over, but he can get himself over. And now, you know, he wants to come to this company for X amount of dollars. Oh, yeah, we'll bring him in, bro. We'll we'll bring him in. We'll bring him right in. Bro, look at what happened in this segment, please. Look at what happened in this segment. And, bro, and you've got that with the way they're presenting Roman Reigns. Okay. Now, look at what happened in this segment, guys. This is why you watch this show, because nobody else will talk about this stuff because they don't understand it. You got Brock Lesnar cutting a promo. You got Cody coming out, okay? Cody, the babyface, extends his hand. Brock, the heel, shakes his hand, okay? Brock then leaves the ring. The heel leaves the ring. And the baby face attacks the heel (laughs) from behind only to get F5'd and to get the crap kicked out of him. Are you kidding me, bro? This segment should have been the complete opposite. Where, you know, Brock extends the handshake because he's setting Cody up. Cody shakes the hand. Cody goes to leave. Brock the heel attacks Cody from behind. Mm -hmm. This was the complete... uh, This is... is, Bro, we've said this numerous times now on this show. This is not how you book a baby face, bro. This is this they and you got to understand something, Chris. They know what they're doing. They they know everything I'm saying. They know I'm not you. You think Bruce Pritchard doesn't know what I'm saying? Paul Heyman doesn't know what I'm saying. Everything I'm saying, they know. So why are they doing it? I I have a couple of theories for uh, with that, Vince. One, I think that well, with the segments. It was weird to me, but I do think that if I can logically explain why Cody decided decided to attack Brock is because he had the you know the shove at the end. You know, what I mean the the shoulder the shoulder you know block. That's why. That's well, why. How I, many how many times do know, guys how many times do guys do that? A lot, a lot. Okay. But what I, what I'm saying is I do think that. That's their logic of the reason why Cody attacked Brock was because of the shoulder block. And now, and to be honest with you, look, I, I'm if someone's shoulder blocking me, I don't give a flip who you are. I'm going to retaliate. I'm not just going to let you walk by me if you're shoulder blocking me. I like, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? So 
I don't care baby face or heel. That's something that would cause someone to be like, huh? Okay. You know what I mean? I see you shoulder blocking me. I'm going to do that. I just think to here's my, here's my thing. Chris, I don't That's, even think it was clear who shoulder blocked who. I think, I think it was clear that Brock. Yeah, okay. But here's my thing. <clears throat> he, I, I just, I don't like how Brock Lesnar brings in just this shoot fighter, like just, just monster mentality in this feud. And then we get so gimmicky wrestling stuff with Cody on the other end. Like that, that's what I don't get. I, it's I, like, I agree with that. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like. Brock comes in, they do their face-to-face, they do their duo. Brock is ragdolling Cody, and all of a sudden he has to sell a Cody cutter from him bouncing off the ring and has to sell it. It's like, come on, either you're going to make this a shoot or you're going to make this wrestling. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Brock comes in shooting, and then and then Cody brings in a Cody cutter and, and, and does wrestling stuff. Like, I'm like, nah, man, you, you can't do that. And like that's what happened today. Brock's ragdolling Cody again, and then I, you know, and it was like it, it was just super confusing. But then he had to, you know, do the whole gimmick with you know with selling, and it's just come on, man. That, that's that's what that's what bothers me with yeah. with this whole thing. Like either shoot it, either either do either go in and do like a a, a shooter style like uh. Uh, MMA style match at SummerSlam, uh, or do a gimmick. And and the thing is, this didn't. I mean, like uh, they were talking about bull rope, or or there was th- th- that was a rumor, but there's no stipulation to this. Like it's just Cody Brock three. Like at least if if Cody had they they didn't say no disqualification. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Vince. Did I miss the memo on if there's a stipulation to this? There is a stipulation. Or no, I'm asking you, is no, it? no, 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 no. There's no stipulation. Okay. Because someone's saying a bull rope match, but it wasn't mentioned tonight, though. It was, I, it was no, a, I didn't see nothing about any bull. And, and, and was a bull rope involved? No, it wasn't any. T- I didn't see any stipulation mentioned today. And so. You're gonna do. You're gonna actually have Brock Lesnar lose to Cody Rhodes, who now has a banged up arm. And so it's like, again, guess what? Guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna have Brock shooting during the during the match, and all of a sudden he's gonna turn around. Oh, crossroads! Ah, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. <laughs> you can't. Bro, can't, and keep in mind too, you you're gonna hit somebody with a cross uh, crossroads after you got beat up in front of your mother. Exactly, bro. <laughs> like, uh, Raju wants me to throw this out there. Raju you just sent me a note. Uh, let's get a reaction from you on the show about Triple H calling AEW a secondary promotion in the Cody document. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen that doc yet. I mean, I've I've been seeing that he sent me a video uh, yeah, earlier today, but I was busy. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Interesting. I mean, what do you, what do you think? That's what I'm that's what I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Very. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm it's, telling you. I, I I think when it comes to Cody, I still see Cody 
winning against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. But I do think that Cody's, they're doing this hard times-esque road to WrestleMania, and they're just going to put a bunch of foes in his way. I think Bray Wyatt's the next person in line, man. Bro, you're talking about August, September, October, yep. November. Eight, bro. Months. bro. Eight months. Eight months, Vince. Eight months of Cody Rhodes going through person after person after after barrier after bro, barrier. What's, do it. what's the WWE's message that they send to all the boys? Nobody's bigger than the business. What did Triple H say? I think he's getting these receipts right now, man. What Triple H say? Ain't going to be another John Cena. He said it. Bro, if anybody, bro, if anybody on that entire roster thought they were bigger than the business, who would you say it is? Cody Rhodes. (laughs) I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. I've said this for weeks and months. I said this even before WrestleMania 39. I don't see it in cody i just don't see it man like as a as a bait as a white meat baby face i i I think the music is over i think that i i think that he's he he comes in and people are noticing that he's just an aw you know defect and he came back with a wow factor and the music is causing him to remain, and and, and I, he's over because if you come, if it's, it's funny, I was uh, a good friend of mine sent me a uh, uh, a video the other day. How familiar are you with uh, Maven? Maven Huffman. I, I I know who he is. Okay, so he so I guess I mean it's my first time seeing it, but I guess he has a YouTube channel out now, and for like twenty over twenty minutes, he was handed pictures of wrestlers and he was honest with how it is to work with them and it was a couple people um that he was like uh eh, you know not a big fan of you know what i mean and it was really it was a really cool it was a really cool watch actually and he was talking about vince mcmahon that was one of the last people who that he said and he was like you know vince is the type of guy that if you're making money for him and if you're if you're making money for him, yep, he he's he's your guy. Like you're you're his guy. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. That's that's he he's all about he he knows about you. He'll make sure you know that um, y'all are talking and things like that. But if you're not really making money for him, he doesn't know you. Yeah, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. That's what that's what Maven said about about yeah. Vince. Yeah, and. I can see Cody Rhodes, like Vince saying, eh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, you are coming from AEW. Uh, yeah, but you are one of the top merch sellers. So I can't, I can't hide from the fact that you're making the money, you know? So share your thoughts on that. Like he is making a lot of money for the company right now. So would that change Victor? No, there's no next guy. There's no next guy. As soon as there is a next guy, Vince Sowers on him. There is no next guy now, bro. He's not there. But at the same time, 
since he's put since he's since he's money on Cody Rhodes, since he's making so much money for him, what in the world is Vince going to do about that if he's making money for him though? With 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 his with his mentality of as much as I don't like him, book book the book the baby face like a heel. So that's what he that's what he should do. That's what he would do. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing, bro. It's the thumb. He's keeping the thumb on him, bro. That's exactly what he's doing. Bro, you, had, you had the baby face attack the heel and the baby face get his butt kicked. Bro, like that's it's, it's, insane. Logically, what has made sense in WWE booking for the past 10 years, though? That's true. I don't I don't see this being a difference than all of WWE booking. It's only a difference because they pay more attention to this because it's a top angle. Because it's a main event angle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but compared to everybody else, though, this is the same type of logic that they have. You mean, you, you, you mean in other words, like, oh, it's the same thing as Gunther can't beat uh, Clark Gable in five minutes? In five minutes, Vince. <laughs> Bro, that was ridiculous. Like, that's ridiculous. If I'm Gunther... And I'm like, are you, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? It's absolutely ridiculous. So, so you're going 50, 50 with someone who goes 50, 50 with everybody else. And you're trying to, this made no sense to me. Like you're trying, you're, you're 50. Like last week they did 50, 50 with Drew and Kaiser who except for today didn't win a match, a singles match at all. He's going 50-50 with them. And then this week, bro, Gunther's going 50-50 with Chad Gable? What did Hunter tell Ryback? The Ryback effect, man. I'm telling you, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you they keep track. Uh, I'm telling you, bro. I'm it's, telling it's you. Ready. It, it really yes. is. Ready. Yes. Wow, man. Wow. Yeah. Gunther should just plow through everybody he's in the ring with. And I mean, I like I like Chad Gable, but why in the world, out of anybody, would you have good little hand a good little hand <laughs> and Chad Gable go 50-50 with someone who's supposed to be a machine? And and, and guess guess who that lowered the stock of? Drew McIntyre. Absolutely. Drew McIntyre beats Gunther. Oh, okay. That's not. And you, you, and you're gonna go back to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. If Gunther was a future opponent of Hulk Hogan, and he yeah. saw this, yes, he's not a future opponent of Hulk Hogan no more. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's like Andre the Giant going fifty fifty with uh, uh, George the Animal Steel. You know what I mean? Like it's just like that. What that wouldn't have happened, you know? But right before Saturday's main event. Andre the Giants going 50 50 with, as Jesse the Body Ventura would say, animal Bro, steel. Here's like, the thing you got to, you got to believe me when I tell you this. You got to believe me, Chris. I've worked many, many, many years with Bruce. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, you got to believe me when I tell you that, bro. You got to believe me. I, I trust your judgment there, man. I, I, you've worked with both of them and I haven't. So. You would have much more uh, on that than I would. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, talk about uh, the uh, roads. <laughs> so, at the at the uh, after the Gunther and um, Gable, 
Gunther cuts a promo uh, post match as if he's very happy that, uh, you know, he beat <laughs> Chad Gable after a catch as catch can barn burner of a 50 50 match. And then Cody Rhodes cuts a backstage interview. So the the TikTok thing, when, when did they? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't understand, bro. Why can't Cody at least say? What was his name? Byron Sexton. Byron, instead of talking to you right now, I'd be kicking Brock's backside in the back. But as soon as this segment is <laughs> over, he's in the Uber to the airport. Like, at least say that because I'm, I'm, I'm watching this and I'm saying, why are you talking instead of looking for him? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why why are you talking? Bro? He's back there somewhere. Why are you saying what you're gonna do to yeah. him? Go do it to him, bro. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then he that they, they show the TikTok thing, you know, and then he says, TikTok. What do you want to talk about? That's his gimmick, man. You know what? Uh, it's funny because uh, I'm supposed to. I'll I'll be at SummerSlam uh, inter- uh, doing some some press, and I'll be you know WWE's you know interview. Uh, they've emailed me a couple times as far as like the uh, credentials and stuff like that. And <laughs> if I interviewed Cody Rhodes, I'm going to ask him about the what you. I'm telling about. you right now, man to man. Brother to white, white, white brother to black brother. I'm telling you, man to man, bro. I just did a, hey, Ma, look, I'm doing a television show in the basement with Sean Sapp interviewing Cody Rhodes. Bro, Sapp could not get any higher up Cody's backside. He so badly wanted to be friends with Cody. Bro. If you come across like that, I'm putting you on that show. I'm telling you right now, I'm Let's, putting you on that show, bro. Here's the thing. A couple things, man. You should know me well enough by now. I we, do. We, we've been working together for I what, do. three years now, two years. You should know good and well <laughs> that don't ever put me in that list of people you know bro you had to see this it was embarrassing oh, he's so be- bro you know how like what you know you you got the group you know like you got the group of like 13 year old kids and you got that 10 year old kid that so <laughs> be- that's what it was it was so embarrassing bro i couldn't take it uh i've i've interviewed i think i'm at 20 or 21 WWE hall of famers uh, and none of them. I mean, I look my name, look at me up. Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated, Fox Sports. I've, I've written for both of them, and not one interview. I've interviewed probably close to four hundred wrestlers now, and people like Bischoff and uh, uh, Glacier and Jacques Rougeau. All of them are like, man, you're you're not like other interviewers, bro. You're not telling the truth. I got audio proof. Okay. Of a Chris well, interview. I all right, man. I got me. audio proof. Of, I hate to do this to you, tell, bro. Tell but the truth, man. Tell me the truth. All right. Tell this is uh all right, man. This is the, this is a clip from uh, one of Dr. Panca- power slams and pancakes. Pancakes and power slams. Pancakes and power slams. Here it is. All right, man. 
I did a lot of things. It was remarkable. <sighs> a lot of great things, but nothing. You had a cold that day. You were a little nasal. Has, like, I was a little nasal. With Paul Heyman and Rose Reigns. I was a little nasal. In, in a WrestleMania. Okay. From, or, or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're, you're in that moment and you got somebody, you know, you're that's super talented or whatever, and, and you can make a moment like that. Man. See, Chris? I was, I'm sorry, man. All right. All right. Cat's out the bag. You know, I, I, I get, I, you know, we were talking about man crushes before. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I have a, I have a man crush when CM Punk stares me down. Oh, God. Brother. I apologize. Bro. Ronaldo pivot. All right. Let's move right along. <laughs> Becky. We got Becky. Uh, so, so are they, pull, are they pulling, uh, the, this match from SummerSlam? The Becky match? Yeah. Becky Trish. I don't think so. They didn't have much of a match. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't promote it for SummerSlam, <laughs> dude. Vince, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why they're doing the things that they're doing, man. They didn't put. They didn't promote it for SummerSlam. That was the match. It was. They. Wow. The, I don't know the, now, bro. The match that they had was because Becky beat Zoe Stark. The bell rang, and within seconds they had Zoe interfere. But that was still a match, though. Becky won by disqualification. So it looks like they're going to pull the match, man. I don't know, bro. What about uh, what about the uh? Oh, you people are cheaters, just like the Astros, bro. Wasn't that like ten years ago, bro? <laughs> the old Astros hitting the trash can, and she's bringing it up now, bro. Oh my gosh, bless, bless her heart. Yeah, I wrote down exactly, uh, you know, it, my, the show's on here from six to nine, eight thirty two. They got into the main event, hmm. eight thirty two, yeah. a house show main event. So, you know, it's going to be uh, uh, a long match, a half hour match. Bro, um, how many times do you think seriously, bro? How many times do you think? They've teased the cash in, but it was not official. How, how, Chris, how many times have they done that? Lame. It's not even believable anymore, Vince. I mean, like maybe the first time or two. Okay, there, there's a couple. There's a little something there, but it's not even believable anymore. So and why are you gonna beat the guy with the case? The yeah. guy with the case is supposed to be a threat. Yeah. He's supposed to be a threat that yeah. at any time he can get you're beating the guy with the case. Yeah. Yeah. So when he beats you, he's going to you've lessened this stock because you've beat someone who doesn't win consistently. I, again, I don't understand the logic. Vince. I don't get it. I don't see now priest is somebody that I would be high on. He looks like he's a company guy. Mm-hmm. He's young. He's good looking. I mean, I don't get it. I don't either. So someone said that uh, they they booked the match uh, for Canada in two weeks with Becky and Trish. So it's not on SummerSlam. I mean, that's they didn't put they didn't promote it. They didn't uh, promote it for SummerSlam, and people are saying that is booked. Uh, Pierce booked it for two weeks in Canada. And it's supposed to be a four-hour show or a three-hour show, and somehow they booked it in Winnipeg. People, yeah, people saying people saying uh, Canada. So wow, so there, so no. That Becky. might be a re. That might be the rematch, though. 
Well, this was right. So the rematch, this is this is the first match. So that was considered that the might first. be the rubber match. The they didn't pl- they didn't promote anything. If if this is raw, this is the last like SummerSlams on Saturday. So like if there's any time to to promote the match for SummerSlam, it would be the go home show. They didn't promote it for for SummerSlam. So no Becky, no Trish. So, so all these months, no Becky, no Trish, no Rhea, no Sami Zayn for SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen. And so. I think the only, as a matter of fact, I don't even know. Did they make? Did they make Drew Gunther official? I know that I know we're going to have it, but did they make it official? I I, I don't know, bro. I, I I thought they did, but I'm not positive. All right, let's see what matches they made official so far. And this is, uh, people saying Kevin. Yeah, I know Kevin Owens is in this. That's the reason why I didn't say his name. So right now the matches that are official for this long pay-per-view is uh Cody Cody Brock, Seth Finn, the the women's triple threat, uh Oscar, Charlotte, Bianca, Roman J, Ricochet, Logan Paul, Gunther and Drew, Rousey and Baszler, and then the SummerSlam Battle Royal. So that that's the that's the card, ladies and gentlemen. So no Rhea, no Becky, no Trish, um, and Sami Zayn because Kevin Owens being injured, he's just kind of out of luck. You know, so, did they even address that? Ke- uh, Kevin Owens being injured. Yeah, uh, Judgment Day did the promo. Yeah, but that's it, though, right? That's yeah, it. That yeah, that was it. Can yeah. you imagine, bro? You've you've got a champion injured, and there's no. Injury report, Wednesday, nothing, nothing. Yeah. I don't get it, man. <clears throat> uh, then we we close up with uh, Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn defeating Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. Again, this is the go-home show for the second biggest pay-per-view of the year in WWE, one of the oldest pay-per-views, and <clears throat> this is what you get, man. I'll show finish. Bro, why wouldn't you at least, at least, bro, why wouldn't you have done the thing where um, Finn hesitated for that second? And then why wouldn't you have at least gone off the air air hot of Priest cutting a promo on Finn and a little pushing shove? At least give me that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And for the sake of because because Owen and uh, Owens and and Zane are um, left out without a, a spot because of Kevin's injury, why couldn't they just do Sami Zayn versus Dominic at SummerSlam? I mean, because what we're going to do is that you're just going to have Dominic and Rhea and Priest just do the 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 typical will interfere, you know, every every time. But at least make something out of it, man. You're now. Here's the thing. Let me ask you this question before we go. So these big pay per views, uh, as far as what you know, as with someone you know working with working with people back there, like do wrestlers get upset because they miss out on these paydays of these big pay per views? Uh, bro, I don't even think it's the payday. I think it's the prestige of being on the pay per view. Mm. I don't even think it's the payday. But bro, if I don't know how long Owens is going to be out, 
why not have six weeks around six? I was, I was, I heard about why not have the match you just presented there and Dom puts the NXT, whatever title he has up, and Sammy puts up the tag belts and let let Judgment Day get those tag belts. Sure, Sure. yeah, why not? Why not? The guy's gonna be out for six weeks. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, there, there's your stipulation right there. You can have Dominic versus Sammy uh, for, you know, title versus title. There you go. Then you'll have uh, um, Priest and um, Priest and, and, and Dominic. And someone made a good point, too. There's no U.S. title match for SummerSlam either. I don't even know. Who's the U.S. champ? Theory? Theory, yeah. I think him and Santos were supposed bro, to. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm just right? reading about Meltzer talking about, just today, bro, about we are in a boom period. This is a wrestling boom really? period. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yep. We're in the boom period, folks. He's ready for more seven-star matches, man. Yeah, you wait. You How many weeks till football now? Three, two? Uh, we are about a. Uh, nine, seven, I think they said. Nine, seven. Uh, as of today, for college football, we're 33 days out. So okay. we'll yeah. see the boom. We'll see the boom, bro. We'll see if wrestling beats football. Yeah, well, of course, that's not going to happen. All right, Vince Russo. Speaking of boom, this this guy right here, um, he was a part of a boom period called, called the Attitude Era, or uh, according to the New Yorker over there, Era, bro. Let the listeners know about the brand and the fantasy football and all things Vince Russo. Yeah, Yeah, guys, just go to keep it simple, man. Russo'sbrand.com and you will see all the content that is available to you. Russo'sbrand.com. Indeed. Hey, check me out at Chris Prolific. Uh, Bill After and I will be uh, hanging out together for the weekend, covering WWE stuff. We'll be in many, many places interviewing people for SummerSlam one and then also two uh with the hype of SummerSlam week. Uh, I am going to have a free, it was on Patreon last week, and I'm it will be on Patreon for uh the rest of the following times. But in the spirit of SummerSlam, I'm going to have a free versus battle versus competition. Last week, EC3 was able to defeat Flip Gordon in pro wrestling theme song trivia. He had an open challenge, and you know who accepted the open challenge, Vince Russo? Who's that? Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish has accepted the open challenge for EC3. Tomorrow night's Pancakes and Power Slam show, sub two at 9.15 p.m. Eastern time. EC3 versus Bobby Fish, all SummerSlam trivia. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So go check that out. So, ladies and gentlemen, this right here, this person right here is Vince Russo. I am Dr. Chris. This is the Pancakes and Pot. And this is the least of the raw Pancakes and Podcast of the world. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Enjoy SummerSlam. Solo. Hey, hold on. Before we go tomorrow, before we go, uh, Vince Russo will be on Unscripted tomorrow. Uh, this guy right here. Uh, we will be able to uh, have Vince on the show with uh, Bill After. It's going to be myself, Vince Russo, Bill After. Tomorrow is the Dark Side of the Ring episode of Bash at the Beach. Whoa. 
So that's going to be lots of fun, lots of controversy. Vince is shaking his head. He, he now, makes- bro, I, it, it's shaking my head because I swear to God, I saw a a trailer of it today. They made it so confusing that I don't even think I know what happened anymore after watching that. Wow. The, 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 bro, come on, we'll 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 talk about it tomorrow. But um, we will. Uh, we will talk about that tomorrow, man. It's going to be fun. Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, this is the Legion of uh, Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.